So I am 31 days into my grind of 90 podcasts, 90 days. So I am a third of the way there. Today is October 31st, and I am super pumped to be doing these episodes and doing this podcast. It's really fueling a new side of creativity for me and really pushing me from uh, a creative outlet. So on this episode, I'm going to really dive into what I've experienced over the last month, but then also what I've experienced over the past eight months uh, being quarantined and any changes I've made and really just give you a life update on my end. And share with you guys what uh, what's working for me, what's not working for me, any uh, changes I've made in my life. So again, really hope you enjoy this episode. Stay tuned. Really a short little life update. So hope you enjoy. I was reflecting back to when I first moved into this new apartment, uh, March 19th to be specific. And that was literally the, the week before the world got shut down because of COVID and we all were forced to quarantine. So since, um, since March, it's been right now, it's almost November, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, five, six, seven, eight, five, six, seven, eight, eight months. Um, I still need to count on my hands on what month it is and everything. Um, I don't think things will ever change, um, but it's been about eight months in a quarantine. It's, it's been a ride. It's been, it's been crazy. Um, prior to COVID, I had no idea what direction to take my business. And I talked a little bit about that on a, a few episodes ago. Um, but I really had no idea what what direction to take the business. But then once COVID hit and we were forced to move everything remote and all of in-person shooting pretty much got shut down, I, I really evaluated what my options were. And video editing was always something that stuck out to me and how to build the most efficient video editing system possible because I use a bunch of video editors. I've used a bunch of different video editors, whether it's companies, freelancers, in-house. I've tried a lot of different options. I really never uh, could find a super efficient option for other agencies. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to just set out to make the best uh, video editing system because it was a huge pain point I was experiencing along with other other agency owners and other just creators I know I knew. So um, I got I just started simply testing. This was probably the third or fourth time trying out a different video editing system. I've tried to launch my own video editing like company in the past or uh, video editing division I should say within Blank Slate Media, um, a different video editing division three or four times prior to this and. I could never figure out a good strategy to go about it. I, I could never figure the, the pricing strategy and how to source the editors. And it, there, there's just a lot, of, um, a lot of things and a lot of moving parts uh, to scale a video editing operation. Yes, you could, you could hire people in-house, but that gets super expensive and that time is limited. You'd find uh, freelancers, but then that's also hard. It's not super consistent. So I was really forced to uh, find a better, better way. So tried out a few companies here and there. Um, and then that's, that's really when I realized, oh, damn, if, if I can leverage other people's teams and other people's video ed editors and pretty much bring them on like it's in-house um, and just almost have like a white label partnership, that's the way I could scale. So I really found that um, early, 
early 2020, so March of 2020, is really April of 2020, um, that's quarter two um, is when we launched the video editing. And um, I just launched it with a definitely an imperfect system. We were still building it. We still had really a, a lot of work to do. Um, we were we were still doing a lot of stuff in-house. We were uh, partnering with another company, and there's just a lot of moving parts, and it wasn't very efficient. It wasn't very effective either, um, and it, w- it was super costly from a from a time perspective, but also a stress perspective. It it, it really wasn't sustainable. But um, quarter two of 2020 is really when I just put my foot down and said, "I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to launch this editing system, editing uh, editing company, and I'm going to make it work. I have no other choice. I just moved into a new apartment. I have no other revenue coming in, and I need to make this work." So, I did it. Um, and I just got to testing. And really, the main point of this podcast is to find something that you think will work. And then keep improving that and keep testing and keep getting better until you're satisfied. And hopefully that point isn't for a very long time. So that way you just keep improving and keep improving and your customers keep improving too. Or you keep improving for your customers. That's what it's really about. I was on, the, I was on a call with one of my customers, um, one of my clients a few, a few days ago. And he's like, dude, I just have to give it to you and your team. Like you guys are always getting better and always just, um, improving your, your systems, turnaround times, the quality of the edits and everything. And he was just saying how, um, he would so much rather work with a company that constantly improves their systems rather than work with a company that's perfect right off the bat and nothing ever improves. And that really stuck out to me because even though our systems are imperfect, even though me as, as an entrepreneur and business owner, I have so much to learn. This is the fun of it. I, I get to keep improving systems and finding a, a way that works better. So here we are in start of Q4 or I guess middle of, or of quarter four now. Um, Q2 went well. Uh, I, test, I test about two to three different uh, video editing systems within that quarter. Then Q3, I thought I had everything figured out and under control. And then again, I tested like two different methods. And, and mind you, it sounds like a lot of changing and testing and going back and forth, but we're still offering the same exact service on the back end, everything's just getting more efficient and I'm trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. So that's what I've exactly been going through for all of Q2 and Q3. And now Q4, we really have our systems down from a uh, from an editing standpoint. We have the back end systems, we have the front end systems, we have a, a solid client base right now. Um, so that's really where I'm I'm at currently with the with the business and now it's super exciting because I'm launching a new white label service for other agencies and this this podcast I promise you isn't just a um a sales pitch for uh for my editing company um just to really show you guys like this is what I'm doing and this I just want I want to document all of this because it's it's gonna be so cool to look back on these exact podcasts 90 podcasts 90 days and simply review them and look over them and um remind myself exactly where I was at this time. Um, so again, it's Halloween. Happy Halloween. That's random, but there it is. Um, 
so yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I'm I'm super excited to launch this new white label service where essentially I help other agencies build out their own editing team. So I source the editors, I build out the back end, build out the portals, um, and build out all of the infrastructure that they need to onboard their own editing clients. So this is really the next step for my business is to help other other companies launch their own editing company uh, because there's there's enough business to go around and. That's something that I've really gone back and forth with is just playing with my scarcity mindset. It's like if I try to hoard all of the business and uh, have all of the business to myself, it's it's impossible to do that because there's so much business to go around. So once you flip your mindset and instead of uh, operating from scarcity, operating from abundance and saying there's so much to go around and you can help other people get get their business off the ground, that's super fulfilling. So that's that's my next step. That's really my main focus in um, from now until the end of the year and going into 2021 is really helping other people launch their own editing company. So my goal is to um, help help at least five other people launch their own editing company by the end of the year. I got one down right now. I have a few more um, that I'm working on. But yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for that to uh, really play out because again, the more I talk to prospects and potential customers and other agency owners, I, I really see a need for this service. And Again, this is me maturing as a business owner and really evaluating where are there gaps in the market, where are there problems to be solved, and where can I solve those problems. So that's that's really what I've been asking myself, and it's it's honestly fun. I'm not working ridiculous hours anymore. I'm super excited to snowboard this winter, and I've found really good alignment between work and building out a, a solid team around me, um, but then also having fun with the process and not just destroying myself and working ridiculous hours anymore. There's there's always a time and place for like crazy hustle days, um, 12, 13, 17 hour days. There, there will always be times for that, but to do it day in and day out when you have other things that are priorities in your life, um, evaluate that stuff. And if, if work is your number one priority and you don't care about anything else, then awesome. I'm not the one to tell you not to work, but for me, I valued other things. Priorities are my family, spending time with my family, spending time with my girlfriend, Katie. Um, in the winter, it's snowboarding. I love snowboarding. So maybe that's not quite a higher priority than, than building the business, but it's up there. And I didn't want to sacrifice those things in, um, for just constant work. Same with uh, working out and eating right and going on walks and enjoying time outdoors. All of those things that make my life my life and make me who I am, um, I I really lost that when I first got into entrepreneurship, and that's something I've been super conscious about with this next uh, really chapter in my life. So, again, that's really where where I'm at. Um, I I really wanted to update you on on what I've been going through, what I've what I found works, what I found that doesn't. But yeah, the the main thing that I found that works is to not beat myself up over letting my body rest and taking time off and making sure I'm prioritizing myself first um, over anything else. Because if I'm not good, then I can't help as many other people as I want. 
So really prioritizing my health, mental health, physical health, eating right, going to bed earlier, uh, waking up even later if, if, if my body tells me to. Um, I still try to wake up at, at 5, 5.30 a.m., but recently, these past, these past few, for like a couple weeks here, I've been really waking up between like 6, 7, 8-ish sometimes uh, if, if I'm really tired, but I'm, I'm not even going to bed too late. I'm still going to bed at um, between like, 9:30 and 10:30 or so. So I'm still getting I'm getting like 7, 8, 9, 10 hours of sleep every night and I can really just feel it in my body. I I'm just so much more energized day to day and prioritizing sleep has been a, a big thing for me that has really worked and not beating myself up over damn I wake woke up at 7 o'clock, 7 a.m. instead of 5 a.m. Now I'm 2 hours behind what I'm usually behind or what I've usually done. Rather, okay, in, from that 7 a.m. to um, to 9 p.m., what am I doing within that time? That's what I'm really focusing on, and that's what I'm really prioritizing. So to get as efficient and effective as possible in that time, that's what it's all about. It's not about how how many hours you're awake. It doesn't matter if you're up from 5 a.m. to midnight every day if you're not doing anything in that time, or you're super burnt out, or you just don't feel good. That's not worth it. So find what works for you. If you need to sleep eight, nine, 10 hours a night, then do it. And don't let anyone, don't let all the uh, hustle 24-7, sleep only three hours a day posts on Instagram uh, feed into that because that's bullshit. And those people are different than you. So find what works for you. Again, if you need to sleep 10 hours, then sleep 10 hours. Listen to your body. Because there's no one else that knows exactly how you feel than yourself. So listen to your body, take some time, but also find a place to hustle, find a place to work, find a place to spend time with family and relationships around you. That's how you really create uh, abundance in your life and really find alignment between everything. So that's what I've been doing for the past eight months now. yeah, this podcast is really pushing me though. I'm finding a solid routine. I'm recording a lot of them day of. Like this is recorded at 7.20 p.m. Saturday night on Halloween. Um, definitely not going out and just hustling and uh, making this podcast for you. So again, this is this is live. Well, I guess not by the time you hear it, but I'm recording this on Saturday. I'm going to my computer right after this and editing it and putting it up online. So um, yeah, it's it's really pushing me, this podcast. Again, this is 31 days in a row. Super grateful um, for you checking this out. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. This is I'm a, I'm a third of the way through this challenge, essentially, of 90 podcasts in 90 days. So here we are, day 31. And until next time, Stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in.